Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to the Junk Time Alpha podcast. Semi-finals 2019. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios and Rod Carter Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain, and joining me is a man who has been fired from his job at Asada. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Ah, oh, g'day, Michael. It's um, it's a disappointing way to 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 get to this podcast. I've lost. I'm looking for work, mate. I'm I'm out of a job, mate. You're on Struggle Street. I am on Struggle Street. I, I don't know where to turn now, and mm-hmm. I loved my job at Asada you loved because. It. You know what I loved about it? Because you know I have a fetish for watching grown men wee into a cup. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got the job. I chased Asada down and, got, and said, guys, if you need someone to watch someone do a drug test where they have to urinate, pull their pants all the way down to their ankles, lift up their top, tuck it under their chin, I'm your man. And if, and they, they, said, and if they want to have a cheeky bubbler while they're at it. Exactly. I don't mind where the urine goes, but if it, some of it gets in the cup, that's all I'm worried about. <laughs> I said, I am your man for this job, and they gave me the job. And it wasn't until I had a bit of a slip-up with Willie Rioli yeah, sure. on August 20. So what happened? I went down to the, uh, the West Coast Eagles, uh-huh. and I said, um, we're going to do a few random drug tests. I need Willie Rioli to grab a couple other players. And I'd had a bit of a big night the night before, and I was a little bit parched. And I said to Willie, can I grab a Gatorade? And he said, yeah, no worries. And so he said, I've already drunk out of this bottle. And I said, I don't really want to share the bottles. I'm a bit, you know, I'm a bit hygienic You're a like that. Yeah. yeah, I am. And so I said, why don't you pour some into this, uh, this uh, specimen cup? Yeah, it's a delicious beverage. Yeah. And so he poured, because the specimen cup is um, sanitized, right? Because it comes in a little bag. There's nothing in it already. And, you know, it just... It looks bad, but it's not as bad. Like, if I'm drinking out of people go, is Rosie drinking piss? I go, no, no, no. It's it's Gatorade. Now, I forgot to empty that out, mm-hmm. and I sent that specimen off to Canada where it gets tested oh, by dude. Asada and WADA. And so they came back and said, this is tested positive for orange Gatorade. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's my fault. No, no. And so Willie has been um, suspended... And we'll probably get four years for my minor fuck-up. That's on, went on you, mate. Four years I of know. his life. I know. I know. But it was, you know, I was parched. Oh, dude. Oh, What's a man supposed Adam. to do? I feel like you screw up a lot. You do inappropriate things and you fuck up. I don't know why you do this podcast with me. <laughs> <laughs> like, week after week, I'm just a fucking, I'm a loser, mate. I can't help it. Uh, he looks like he's in a fair bit of trouble. Hey. Um so, I mean, I know from the past, uh, from having dinner with a, uh, my good friend, Paul Puopolo, mm. yep. um, uh, through a friend of the show, Craig Coombs, um, you have to pull your pants down to your knees and you have to lift your T-shirt up to your chest. They basically need to see the urine leave your body. Yes. Now, in the past, many people have kind of used the fake penis thing or they've, or they've inserted other people's urine into their bladder. But to, how... Hang on, hang on, hang on. What? Yeah, there are people, people, other athletes. They insert other people's urine into their bladder. 
No, not into their bladder. They use like a little balloon beside. They can't put other people. You can't. I can't take your wee and put it into my bladder. No, I'm pretty certain you can. I think people have in the past. Yeah, put a catheter in and kind of what? do reverse no. entry. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty certain, man. Like now, you da- now I'm dousing myself, but I'm pretty certain. I'm doubting you. I'm pretty you can't, No, you can't I'm pretty certain people. people put a catheter in and they, they empty out and then they put other urine in. Really? Dude, I, I reckon, I reckon <laughs> I'm right. I reckon I'm right. All right. Okay. I'd love to say I, I'm stunned. That is fucking next level. When you're... Inserting yeah. someone else's yeah. urine. How bad are you cheating, though? <laughs> <laughs> You're like going, I have to have no urine in me whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> and I need to get a, a doctor willing to put a catheter in, because that's not an easy process either. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, actually, you have to go outside. Um, and so, I don't know how Gatorade got in there. So, he's either hiding performance enhancing or recreational. Yes, and apparently... From what what's come out is they said they weren't even looking for recreational drugs, so they were just testing for performance enhancing. So had he done a proper test and he just had a little bit of a big weekend, yeah, sure, big. Uh, they wouldn't have picked up on that. Yeah, hung out Northbridge Saturday night, going to Metro. Good night yeah, out. No, no, uh, they played in Melbourne on that weekend, and he stuck around to hang out with some mates. Was the report that oh, I really? read? Oh, really? Dan King Street, maybe. <laughs> Perhaps, and so maybe he was a bit like, oh God. Did I? I can't remember what I did on the weekend. Yeah, sure. Okay. Ipso yeah. facto, I'm going to pour some Gatorade. But isn't that on a sada? Well, I. He- well, I mean, you're right. You're right. You're right. And that's why you've been fired. But yeah. I. I wonder how it goes from I'm watching your penis, which is yes. the reality of it. I'm looking at. I'm looking at your urine come out into a cup. Yeah. yeah. And then how you got Gatorade in there? Yeah. Or seemingly got Gatorade in there. I mean, I haven't said that. Was it a big win? Like, was there a Gatorade Bukaki after the game? Well, that's a thing. Should they that take that into account? Happen. Like, could it have dripped off his hair or something? I mean, I'd, it might have dried in the 48 hours post-win. But you never know. <laughs> you don't know, because some of those Gatorade uh, Bukakis are quite heavy. Yeah, they're massive, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, seven, eight bottles. Well, what happens if, like, um, he went for the drug test and he's in the stall, the bathroom stall, with the Asada tester... Uh-huh. And then someone outside says, says, oh, I I won third division in the lotto. And they're like, fucking yeah. And then Bang. they go Gatorade. Gatorade, Bukaki. Gatorade, Gatorade. Gatorade's yeah. everywhere. Splashes into a lot of it. Ends yep. up in his uh, sample cup. And therefore, not Willy Rioli's fault at all. I think that's what's happened, actually. I think I think that's actually the true story. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah it's, and it's, that'll, it's that'll flung, come out in the wash. It's flung over the top of a bathroom stall into mm-hmm. the sample. I mean, again, yeah. that, that's on you. That's on you. Yeah, no, I, and I. That's why. I, that's why I said to Asada, mate, I'm happy to stand down. <laughs> we have a uh, prelims, man. We got prelims. It's actually, it's it, it's a bit Christmas Eve, isn't it? Prelim week because like they're always kind of two great. Con- well, sorry, they don't always end up being great contests, but like they're they're two big big games, aren't they? And they're both going to be at the MCG on Friday and Saturday afternoon. Friday night, Saturday afternoon. It's. Collingwood and Bris- uh, and Richmond, so it's fucking going to be huge. And Richmond-Geelong on the Friday night is going to be enormous. Yeah, Collingwood and Giants. Is it Collingwood-Richmond, you fucking idiot? No, they're, they're both in the prelims is what I meant. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, okay, I take that oh, back then. Mate. I take yeah, that back you, then. <laughs> you take that, yeah, how dare you, mate? How dare you cre- question my credentials about the uh, weekend's games? I am not in Melbourne this weekend, but I feel like... I feel like that Collingwood Giants game is a bit like the Richmond Giants game from 2017 where you go, 
I want to go to that by the fact I feel like I'm going to be going to a college game. You know, it's going to be ninety five thousand yes. people, and you're going to be one thousand yeah. Giants fans. One thousand? Where are they getting them from? <laughs> it'll, it'll be a huge weekend. All right. Do you think Toby Green? He's been suspended. Whoa! Do I hear a question without notice? Absolutely. Oh, uh, sheesh. Yeah. I, I apologies. It's been a Toby big Green of days, mate. has been given one week suspension for he didn't like they're saying. For rubbing Lockie Neal's face, like it's not even a proper Dude, explanation. It's, it's fucked up. Like it's fucked it's, up. It's a witch hunt. Like last week, he could go that like he, he grabbed Bump by the hair. He go okay, yeah. and that's that's what he did. You know, he kind of gave him a bit of you know rough and tough with the forearm. But yeah. uh, from from what I've seen on the footage, like there's no proof that he actually did anything. If anything, yeah. it's on Lockie Neal. He he's yeah. <laughs> he's he's gone soft. Well, he stayed down and said, oh, my nose hurt. And it's like, get up, mate. We've it, all been fucking... We've all had our faces raked. It's really fucking weird, yeah. I reckon I reckon they'll contest it, and I reckon he'll get off. Might get another fine. But fine, but um, but yeah. No, you, you used the word witch hunt, and I agree entirely, my friend. I remember there was a witch who, uh, in Salem, back yeah, in the day, sure, and sure. she was going to go... She was off to the big dance. Yeah, sure. And behind the play, she's done a round... <laughs> Round arm oh, swinging. Oh, no. And, and she, behind the goal's footage, got her? Yeah, yeah. She, she swung a fist into a, uh, a wizard and dropped him. <laughs> and that's, that's where the term witch hunt comes from. Yeah, sure. No, she got she thrown in the river. She missed the grand final. It was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Four weeks and, and death. Yeah, she floated. It was evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine that was the tribunal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if he got burnt at the stake. <laughs> yeah. No, t- Toby Green, we throw him in the air. If he floats, he can play in the prelim. But uh, I reckon he gets off. I reckon um, uh, Tomahawk, he got a week, didn't he? He did. Yeah, and I think that's a bit more definitive. Like, he did he did clock the bloke. And he was apologetic and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I'm sure there was a bit of scragging going on during the, you know, during the game. Yeah. But he did actually clock the bloke. Well, you know you're in trouble, I reckon, as a player, when you go over to check on how the person is. That you've bashed. And then you go over post-game and he hugged Will Schofield. Do you reckon Schofield wanted to take that hug? He's like, mate, get off me. You fucking dropped me behind play. Have you ever apologised on the field? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, sure. I Yeah, I remember being like under 10s or whatever and like a kid got hurt, not on my team actually, and I kind of like, because, you know, kids cry. And, you know, when I was a little kid, I was like, nah, mate, you don't you don't cry when you get hurt. Um, Is that right? Yeah, mate, I was dermy. I was dermy. So you're a nine-year-old and you're getting stuck into other children for... No, I wasn't getting stuck into him, but I was like, I, I mean, I supported him. I was there. I called out for the trainer and stuff like that. I didn't hurt him. It was a, okay. te- it was a teammate, yeah. But I was the kind of dude who, uh, probably up until I was about 13 or so, uh, if the the team um, sat down, I stood. I was like, nah, you don't sit, mate. You don't fucking sit. Mate, you're a hard ass. Yeah, you don't fucking sit. Um, but uh, I remember when I was probably 23 or so playing uh, VAFA, the Ammos, uh, best first-year player, St. Mary's Legions, 1999. Don't want to talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. But I um, I remember hitting a bloke on the back, big ruckman, and on the back, on the back. Yeah, yeah. He kicked it, and I just gave him a cheap shot. And yeah. he, he turned around. He loomed over me, and I said to him, uh, "Hey, mate, um, you got a bit of blood on your nose. You might want to um, get rid of that before the umpire checks you out for blood rule." And then ran away. <laughs> I cannot imagine you giving a cheap shot. Yeah, no, it was a cheap shot. Yeah, yeah. I got him good. 
but you know, that's just not. You, what, okay, all right. What, what, what's your take? Another question without notice. Oh, Charlie Cameron injured his elbow. Yep. Came back onto the ground with it heavily strapped. Was targeted by Adam Kennedy of the Giants, mm. and then the umpire comes over and says, "Mate, you do that again." I'm paying a free kick against you. It's not in the spirit of our game. That's a really good question. I, I actually defend the umpire in that regard by the fact that this, I think the spirit of the game needs to be upheld. But at the same time... Uh, I think it is well within the spirit of our game to target an injured player. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good question. And uh, I mean, how injured too? Like if you're back on the ground, your elbow, whatever. Uh, hey, I if mean, you're back on the ground, you're 100% fit. That's what I say. Cross the white line. But it, yeah. I mean, it's coming back to that kind of that Ben Stratton thing during the year. Like, you know, the pinching, the punching in the arm. Like, you know, how how illegal is that? You know, it doesn't look good. But again, but I, is that a free kick? Yeah, so that that's the thing. I mean... He wasn't doing anything illegal to Charlie Cameron. No. Whereas Stratton's pinching, I guess, is technically, is that illegal? Uh, yeah. I, well, I suppose the tribunal found it was. Yeah. I, I think it should be encouraged. Like, if you know, like, each team at quarter and half and three-quarter time, they must present the opposition team's medical reports. <laughs> and so you get an inside knowledge. You go, I didn't know he had a fucking quad injury. Let's go for it. Shit. Let's target him. Oh, he subluxed his shoulder in the first quarter. Mate, I'm going to rip that arm up. Or do we need to change the theory of the spirit of the game? Like, mm. is the spirit of the game to target the injury? Well, I, th- I mean, I've always, uh, in my understanding, reading of the game, it is. <laughs> and that's what I've always wanted to, you know, that's, I just wanted people like, you know, when Stevie J and, um, and Stevie Baker went at it. Yeah, yeah. How great was that? He hit his hand. Stevie J throws an elbow, splits him open. Everyone loves it. Theatre. Stevie J is great. I um, uh, Stevie Baker as well. I um, had to do a bit of research on Stevie Baker earlier this year. Did I ever tell you this? No. But, but he had a, a, a children's entertainment company with Stephen Milne. Really? Called Saintly Entertainment. And so they'd come to your birthday party and they'd do a, yeah. bit, of, do a bit of a clinic and bring a cake. Yeah. And they'd you know, play a few party games. That was like their business for a while. Can you imagine <laughs> if you're an eight-year-old and fucking Stevie Baker and Milne show up at your birthday? And just go, You'd be pretty go, disappointed. Go, what the fuck did I do wrong? Yeah, what's going on here? Why yeah. do mum and dad hate me? <laughs> <laughs> but it was the weirdest thing. I was doing the research on him. And he actually, like, doing the research, like, he actually comes across as a really good bloke. Like, you yeah. know, big family man, you know, uh, just, you know, a hard nut, you know, hard as, yeah, hard yeah. as they come. He'd always, tag, he'd always tag people during Pass the Parcel. Yeah, so when well, they get to take it, just punch it out of their hands. That's the thing. Like, it was like it was, it's the weirdest small business enterprise I've ever heard <laughs> in my entire life. Melody and Stevie Baker just showing up at your kid's birthday party. <laughs> yeah. 50 bucks, cash. You all right? What, do you reckon, like, how did that come about? They're just sitting in the change rooms post-game. No Ross idea. Lyons giving him a bake and, he goes, and Baker turns to Milton and just goes, you know what we should do, mate? And Milton goes, oh, what's that? And he goes... Children's parties, I reckon. The weirdest thing ever. Untapped market, Milne. Yeah, okay. I wonder if they, like, dressed up. Like, if he, you know, one went as a clown. Well, you'd be sad if there weren't face paint. Yeah. You know, red, white and black. Something like that. I suppose even if you're a St Kilda supporting kid, you'd be like, oh, really? Nick Rewalt's there? Cozzy? Lenny Hayes? um, I would love Lenny Hayes. What about Rob Harvey? Could he come down? You go, no, no, no. You got got Bakes and uh, and Milne. But even then, like... St Kilda, like, you know, the supporter base isn't that great. So, uh, like, you know, if you're back for Geelong or something, 
Mm. And you, it, it, what kid out there is going, oh, fuck, I want, I want Bugs and Milne to show up at my birthday party. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing ever. Hey, I'll tell you what's hard to come by uh, at this time of year is, uh, is good value finals tickets. Oh, it depends. But depends what, uh, what spot you're sitting in, mate, I suppose. Oh, is that right? <laughs> you, know, don't, you know, sometimes you just kind of put on a collar and just wander in. You know, it's good fun. <laughs> <laughs> but Craig Hutchison's uh, got a company called Ballpark Entertainment. Yeah, they're in and trouble. They, 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 well, they've got themselves into trouble because they were, um, I, th- I believe the word is called scalping. Well, gouging might be another word. Gouging. That's a, that's, that's a less uh, offensive word, isn't it? But it, it's effectively scalping, isn't it? Can we address how many fucking pies that Hutchie has his finger in? Yeah. So he has SDN, he's got Croc Media, he's got Ballpark Entertainment. Constantly well, he's doing... Got the, he's got that AFL Nation thing as well, of which course, is like an yeah, extension yeah. of uh, He SDN. controls the radio rights, basically. Yes, he does. Constantly doing, you know, trips to the Super Bowl, shit like that. Like, mm. like I admire the man's... Um, uh, Thirst for a dollar, yes. But it turns out that they were been selling tickets. They, but they've they've been told not to do it now. But they were, yep. were selling tickets, and I didn't realize this. But it's against the law in Victoria to sell tickets ten percent above the market price. Yes, that's right. So they were selling level two tickets for ninety three dollars, and they were selling them for one hundred and seventy. So they're almost double the price. But here's another thing: they said access to premium beverage and food outlets. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so I imagine that means maybe you get that on the house. So maybe you can you can drink and eat another seventy three dollars worth. Well, no, that's what you'd assume. But it didn't happen. It was just you went to the the bar and uh, food outlets that every other chump went to. Really, you just went to like the David Needs bar and the Jim yeah, Size yeah, yeah. bar. Really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, dude! Oh, this is a fucking rot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It says you get category one reserved seating and access to the outlets, but it's just. Uh, his pitch included that it was not a normal cash bar and people were able to take their bought drinks back to their seats in a plastic cup. Oh, la-di-da. Like everyone, out, like everyone else at the ground. So really, access to, it says here, access to premium beverage and food outlets. Okay, so let me tell you, level two in the MCG, or just anywhere in the MCG, where mm. are the premium beverage and food outlets? Like, where, It's like Red Rooster, it's fucking hot chips, it's a hot dog. Like, yeah. you don't get a fucking... You know, fancy fucking caviar. No, no, no. But you get to take those back to your seat. Oh shit! Oh, well, that's that's changed everything. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, God. otherwise, some of the other tickets you go you go buy a hot dog and they're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no hot dogs in your seats, mate. Yeah, so you, you got to eat you it like eat a fucking it. animal out the back of the stand. You got to eat it here, right in front of me. I got to watch <laughs> yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah, it's like a sada. <laughs> they go pull your pants down, lift your top up, <laughs> eat, eat hot your hot dog, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and. He also, so this company, Ballpark, uh, there was an article the following day. He was doing the same thing with tickets into the birdcage at the at the races. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Okay, yeah. Uh, this and apparently you, you can't buy tickets into the birdcage. You're not allowed to. Uh, so how, how do they how do they get the tickets? Do they just buy them? Because, I mean, today, Ticket Tech went nuts. And everyone's yeah. online kind of saying, you know, it's frozen and not helping. So how, how the fuck do these guys get the tickets? Yeah, that's a really good point. Is because isn't the grand final is more about corporates and uh, other games? They reckon the prelim is the most pure game of the season. Is yes. in the finals? Yes, they're real fans. Yeah. So yeah, I've I've no idea how they get access to so many tickets that they could on sell them. Like, does the AFL give them an allocation because they're a license, like a rights holder for the 
That's a really good question, actually. For the broadcasting? Get, I'll get Gil on the line. If you wouldn't mind. If you wouldn't mind. Will Jordan Dugowie play in the grand final if Collingwood makes said grand final? It's a really good question, and it is a question without notice, so shame good on you. Good lordy. Fuck. Um, I say yep. I say yep. Too good you a reckon they'll ro- Are they going to roll some dice? They are, but don't forget, Adam, it is mm. the big dance. Yeah, no, that's a point. That's a good point. So what he, about... Uh, so he just came back from uh, Munich, where yes. he went off to see the famous doctor. Um, Dr. Hans Wilhelm Muller-Wolfhart. Hell of a name. You're probably related to him, man. Yeah, probably. I've, I've never had a hamstring injury. I think it's just in the German uh, breeding. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I don't know what he did to Jordan this time. Um, what what does this doctor do well, that's the that thing. is better than... Does he go, mate, just do this stretch? And he's like, oh, I've never done that. Fuck, that, that's good. Well, surely, like, even a trip to Munich, you're, you're on a plane for 24 hours. Like, see, now, like, yeah. surely that's not great for the hamstrings if you're an athlete. It's not, it's not great for your hamstrings. It's not great for your back. But Plus all the uh, duty-free brought back. That would have been a strain on the on the body, the yeah. big Toblerone. Oh, you got to get the big Toblerone, yeah. yeah. Um, but the uh, he's famous for the calf's blood, okay? Yes. So he did that. I think Max Rook was really the first one to kind of go over there. Max Rook, and I think that was 2009. Yeah. And he, But he did it mid-season. He'd had hamstring troubles. He eventually got up for the grand final. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here's, here's the nickname for him. He's known as Healing Hans. There you go. You like that, do you? <laughs> do you think that's on the door? He's treated, I'd say so. He's treated Usain Bolt, Ronaldo, Michael Jordan, mm. Boris Becker, Diego Maradona. Bloody hell. Got high-profile uh, athletes there. Tell you what, he's been around for a while. Well, yeah, like he's done really well. And also, like, I mean, if Diego, like, that's back in the early 90s, he would have been doing that. Well, same as Michael Jordan would have been around the same time. I don't remember Boris Becker. At least Boris Becker can go, I'll jump in the car. All these other guys have got to, you know, fly across the world to go visit Hans. Boris and does Be- that mean no one at Bayern Munich has ever done a hammy? Uh, no, I think it's officially on record. No one ever has. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. My Boris Becker is awesome. He 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 impregnated a lady in a cupboard at a in restaurant. A cupboard. Yeah, and you know what? You've got to have good hammies to be able to do that because <laughs> there's not a lot of room to move around when you when you're boning someone in a cupboard. I mean, if if we can use the phrase "good in the shoebox," yeah, Boris Becker to Boris Becker. Yeah, I, I would actually have... I'd fly Boris Becker in <laughs> to talk to my midfield group and go, boys, this is how you work in tight. I'd actually play Boris Becker in the grand final. Yeah. <laughs> I think he'd be good. He'd mature age recruit. <laughs> Get him in the team. That is one of the most awesome stories ever. Yeah. Can I take you through a letter, Adam? Please. So now you've you've recently made a move permanently up to uh, Rod Carter Studios. Rod Carter Studios, and I've, I've decorated very well. Mm-hmm. So I looked through a cupboard yesterday, and I well, uh, bas- basically, I, I put stuff in storage in May last year, and I thought I did a good cull, right? Yep. yep. Turns out I'm a fucking hoarder. Okay, I okay. have I had like dozens of VHS tapes that I thought I needed to hang on to. Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff that I've dumped. Um, I've got about a hundred DVDs, maybe 150 DVDs, and um, and guess what? That shit's online. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> So, I found a letter, okay? Mm-hmm. It was from Wayne Jackson. The Wayne Jackson. The fucking Wayne Jackson. This, this, okay. this has blown my mind, okay? 
We'll talk. I'll talk you through it. So okay, it's dated from Wayne Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, W R Jackson. I should be uh, honest. Uh, it's November twenty fourth, nineteen ninety eight. Ninety eight. So back uh, a year before you won your best first year player award. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, okay. <laughs> so let me think. I'm twenty one. Okay. I'm twenty one. Twenty one. So this is already setting up a young sad chamber. Yeah, gotcha. And by yeah. the way, his email, it's at the bottom of the page. His yeah. email, Wayne J at Ozfoot, so A U S T foot dot com dot AU. What so, a weird and that that's on official AFL letterhead. That's on official AFL letterhead. I I'll, I'll put it online. Like, I'll take a photo of it and put it online yeah. when we finish this. So I wonder I wonder if you could email Gil, like Gil and M at ozfoot.com.au. No, I would say that would have been back in the days when emails were very, very fresh. Yeah, sure, sure. Gil would be yeah. like, you know, gillen.mclaughlin at afl.com.au or something like that, wouldn't he? Yeah, I'm a bit sad. It's like, like you know, uh, WJACO at Aussie Mail. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I can't really remember this, okay? So you've written something to him clearly to I have, get this response? I have, I have. Okay, and the res- I've, I've clearly written a letter mm-hmm. suggesting that there is some kind of conspiracy against the Hawthorne Football Club. Oh, okay? God. Now, this is fucking sad. I reckon this might have been back in the time of they were going to get rid of Waverley. Like, Waverley finished 99. I reckon... Okay. I talk about, I reckon... I'm trying to get work out what my vibe was, okay? And also, it's like post-merge, just post-merger talk of you and Melbourne, which was 96, was it? Yeah, post-merger. There was a lot of conspiracy theories back about post-merger, like that, you know, the AFL was, you know, trying to fuck us over. Yeah, so you're in an era of, an era of paranoia down there at Hawthorne. Yeah, sure. <laughs> X-Files, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, I, I, I yeah, I, I, I don't really have a memory, but I, I'm sure it happened. <laughs> Because <laughs> yep. I have the letter in front of me. Okay. okay. So, can I, can I, I'll read it out to you. Okay. Yeah. Dear Mr. Chamberlain. Oh. That's very, very nice <laughs> Yeah, it's very, I would have said dear Michael, but very, keep it on a professional level. I like it. I wish to acknowledge receipt of your letter of November 22, 1998. So, two days later, he wrote back to me. Fuck. Okay, so you've done this. This is even better. Well after the football season's ended. Yeah, it's November. I'm still so thinking about it. So you've been stewing it. on something for two months. And I've got <laughs> so to write a letter to, to Wayne Jackson. And so if I remember correctly, in 98, okay, I reckon in 98 we won like the final five games of the year. We had, mm-hmm. we kind of, in 98 and 99, if I remember correctly, we kind of came home with a storm. And so yep. we didn't make the finals, but we kind of, we were, I think we were like, you know, on like four games come, you know, round 17, and then we won the next five. Yep. So we had the kind of the hawk walk kind of thing going on. Do you remember the hawk walk? Oh, fucking yes. It's cool. I don't know why they b- didn't bring the hawk walk back when we won the, when we won the flags. Was one of those games where you came back from about two hundred points down against Brisbane? <laughs> no, St Kilda. Do you mean St Kilda at Waverley? Oh, was it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty certain that was '99, but it wasn't in the final few rounds. That was early in okay. the season. Um, that was when I was um, playing really well and got first best first year player at St Mary's. Yeah. Um, so, okay, okay. I wish I'd known this received your letter, uh, November 22. Okay, so I got this on... So he got the letter on 22, mm-hmm. sent me the reply on 24. So he fucking... Wow. He went into print pretty fucking quickly. <laughs> <laughs> he's, had, he's, had a, he's read it, he's had a night's sleep on it, and then, he's, and then he's written the reply. He probably didn't sleep. It's such an amazing thing. I can't believe I found this. Okay. Mm. In reading your letter, mm. I was tempted to try and respond... 
but your view that there is a conspiracy against the Hawthorne <laughs> Football Club Fucking from the nature of your letter seems incapable of being counted by consideration of the facts. So he's basically called me a fucking <laughs> idiot <laughs> in the first sentence. He said, mate, mate, okay, you're a fuckhead yeah. <laughs> and I refuse to respond yeah. to your fucking proclamation. Because when you when you look at facts, <laughs> yeah. what you have said is fucking madness. Now, now, can, can you please read that sentence once again? Oh, fuck. I wish I had the original. In reading your letter... I was tempted to try and respond. Okay, so he was like, you know, I want to, I want to give you a fair. I want to answer him. Yeah, I want to, I want to have a chip. I want to chip you out, mate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> try to respond. But your view that there is a conspiracy <laughs> against the <laughs> from the nature of your letter it seems incapable of being counted by consideration of facts. He must have thought I was a fucking loony. That is a beautiful sentence. Oh, dude. That is a beautiful... He has shut you down yeah. in such an eloquent manner. He's called me a fuckhead yeah. without using the word fuckhead. I, yeah, I actually, yeah, exactly. I, I have no idea what I actually wrote to him, but yeah. if he just wrote back, dear Mr. Chamberlain, you're a fuckhead, yeah. sign Wayne Jackson, I'd be like, yep, fair enough. Yeah. Fair I've, alerted the, I've alerted the police. Here we go. Paragraph two. Mm. The Hawthorne Football Club is an important club in the AFL, as indeed... Are all 16 clubs. Shows how far we've come at. We've got 18 mm-hmm. now. Yeah. In fact, the very bias of our competition and the policy of the AFL is to provide support in an equal manner to all teams and thus to have a reasonable chance of winning the Premiership. Capital P on Premiership. Oh, there you go. And also, so what that tells me is that you've uh, said that Hawthorne have been singled out for unfair treatment whilst in your head some other teams had received Better treatment than the Hawks. I reckon you're right. I reckon you're right. Yeah. Fuck, I wish I had the original. <laughs> I fucking wish I had it. Here we go. Continue. Mm. I regret that your interpretation... <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't regret it, but he'll say that. I regret that your interpretation of the overwhelming evidence is from the perspective of someone not wishing to see the balanced view. Okay. So Here we go. I've put forward a few points, obviously, yeah. and he's yep. gone... Okay, your views are not yeah. not right. You're fucked in the head. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I'm writing back to you. <laughs> why Why would he? Ha- I would have thought I've he got, got no so idea. many got no crackpot idea. letters that he just went, I'm not even going to... Maybe yours was so over the top that <laughs> yeah. he's just gone, I need to shut this guy down. I, he's got, an idiot. I, I mean, I've got no idea what I wrote, but I, I feel like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been abusive or anything. Like, I wouldn't have said, you know, you're a dickhead. I would have said probably... I would have put forward a few points, I reckon. And I think it would have been Waverley. I think it would have been maybe the draw. But I, again, I don't know. So I can only kind of, you know, go off the top of my head. Do you remember writing this article? No, no, no. Uh, article, letter. I have. Okay, I have, interesting. I, 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 I feel like I did. I mean, obviously I did. He fucking wrote me a letter. So it's yeah. only like, I just opened the mailbox one day and I was like, oh, I got a letter from Wayne Jackson <laughs> accusing me of uh, yeah. uh, being mad. Being mentally unstable. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure, I mean, surely I, I did it. And I, yeah, I, I, but I don't quite know the, the impetus why I did it. Yeah, okay. But well, def- well, I think we're picking it up. Well, I, definitely there were a lot of kind of anti-Hawthorne conspiracies going around post-merger, you know, that we were sure. being punished. Sure. And now on reflection, I'm like, I have no idea why we thought that. Okay, I regret that your interpretation of the overwhelming evidence is from the perspective <laughs> of someone I'm wishing to see in the balanced view. Okay, I love yep. this. Okay, okay. 
your interpretation of overwhelming evidence. Uh, he's called me a fuckwit like three times in this letter yeah. already. And really, I, I don't know, what did Wayne Jackson do? Was he a lawyer or something? Because his language is really great and really cutting without being aggressive. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, yeah, I don't think he was a lawyer. I'll probably see you have another company. I think he was a bit of a... I think he was, I thought he was like an administrator or something, but he's clearly dealt with um, weirdos before yeah. in the workplace. Yeah, I feel like... I've got a feeling like he runs a farm or something now, so maybe he comes from kind of that, that world. Yeah, okay. Uh, here we go. Nevertheless... <laughs> I hope to. I hope you do continue to follow the Hawks for a long period, and your club does have the success that it deserves. Oh, thank you, Wayne Jackson. It doesn't deserve it, but continue. Here we go. The team finished the nineteen ninety eight season impressively, and has mm. a very attractive opening to the nineteen ninety nine season. Your ah, there you go. There you go. You've whinged about the fixture. Yours sincerely, Wayne Jackson. Hmm. So you've got a very attractive opening, which means the fixture has come out. You've complained. But see, it's in November. What are you complaining about the year that's just gone, you fucking weirdo? Maybe I did complain about the fixture. Well, he says you've got an open, attractive opening. So you've gone, oh, we've had to travel. We've had to be blah. This uh, has yeah. been this. Oh, I'm fucking not happy. Sometimes the MCC didn't have, you know, the <laughs> coffee that wire. I liked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You've arced up. And he's just going. I got to shut this idiot down. It's amazing. It's an amazing article. I, 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 if I had a time machine, mm. you know, people go, oh, yeah, go back and kill Hitler. If I had a time machine, I'd go back and and, and kill you. Well, basically, yeah. I, I'd, I'd watch myself writing this letter just to yeah. see, just to find out what I wrote. But it's an amazing find. It's it's genuinely incredible. I just love the speed at which he got back to you. He's like, nah, nah, I'm not, I'm not letting this crackpot think yeah. that he's got away with this. I'm shutting this bike down. But yeah. do you think, uh, how many letters do you reckon they get? Like, I, I, know, I know personally, I've written to Clarko, like, probably twice, I reckon. Over what, on, on email? Nah, in a letter. You've sat down in the time <laughs> that Clarko has been coached. Yes. And you have written, you've penned... A letter like a fucking madman. I have. You're not even an email. Yeah, I reckon I've penned a letter. I reckon, again, I'm a bit vague on it, but I reckon kind of 07-ish. I reckon I wrote him a letter saying, you know, you're doing a good job. Thank you. And then I reckon maybe after... You just wrote a letter to, like a pat on the back. Yeah, encouragement. And then I reckon maybe after 13 or 14, maybe I wrote him a letter as well. I don't think I got a reply because I probably would have kept that. But I yeah. reckon I, I reckon I've, I've I reckon I've gone into writing twice to Clarko. That is incredible. <laughs> and even saying that out loud, I fucking hate myself. Yeah, no, we all do, mate. That is really fucking tragic. <laughs> but and also, like, not even an email which you can fire off quite quickly. You've had to write a letter. Yeah, yeah. When you're on writing, writing means something. Like, get a, a letter. That means something. Like, if I wrote you a yeah. letter, you know, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that means something. Go yeah, and no, it's, 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 it's above and beyond. Yeah, yeah. Handwriting, you know. I mean, this is typed from Wayne. It's not, he's got a, his real signature. Yeah. Oh, oh, fuck. Which probably means that uh, maybe either he wrote it, maybe someone else wrote it. No. Or, it, or, it, yeah, dictated. It's, yeah, it sounds like he's written it. Fucking and hell. I imagine he would have typed it. He had time. It's no, late November. Yeah, cool. Like, yeah, he's probably chilled out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And twenty years ago too. What are you doing? You know, there's no AFLX to plan. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I can't believe Clarko never got back to you. That's very sad. I don't think he has. Yeah, but almost I have... as sad as you writing the letters. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. But I mean, that's me. Like, I'm, I mean, you know, you say what you like, but I'm not that weird. 
So imagine loonies. Mate, I think the evidence is really stacking up here. <laughs> I think you've got a letter in front of you that yeah, really goes against that argument. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, sure, I can't. Yeah, defeat myself with my own point. <laughs> yeah. But I reckon, I reckon, I mean, you know, okay, okay, okay. I'm not Joffa. So, I mean, imagine what the... <laughs> Well, yeah. But imagine the the loony the loony tunes would be writing to them or sending emails or whatever. Or Mate, you sent a letter <laughs> to Wayne calling out a conspiracy <laughs> against Hawthorne, and you're going other people. Okay, <laughs> fucking mad. Okay, it's fair to say I don't believe to stand on this, but <laughs> I don't believe so. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I wish I had it at the live show last week. We're in out yes. again at the grand final show. Because we've got a grand yeah. final show coming up. Try booking. Uh, get your tickets. We've got Will Anderson. We're going to have phone in from Charlie Clawson. We're going to have special guest. Grand final show, Sunday, day after the grand final. I think it was Sunday, September 29, I remember correctly. Four o'clock at the European yes. Beer Cafe. Get your tickets now. Try booking. Get on board. We've got any footballers in real life, mate? We do. Let me check them out. we got one here from Mark. European adventure. Uh, footballers in real life for you boys at the Oval in sunny London. Uh, watching Warner fail again. Mm. And sitting behind me is Jack Silvani. Alex Vasolo and some other bloke that I reckon plays footy, but I can't put a name to it. All shirtless and all look like they've slept two days in the last month. Ah, I wouldn't have thought... That is cricket the shirtless... Particularly in London, although they're not. it's not Lords, but I just wouldn't have thought that... It was a shirtless kind of place. Yeah, sure. Oval. I think the oval. Yeah, I feel like the oval is a bit more official. But also, I suppose the summer out there is a bit mild. So get your get your get your sun on while you can. Get your tan on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here we go from Jack. Here we go. This is mm. a good one. I like this one. Do you? Uh, it's a Rosie in real life. Mm. I'm a local delivery man in the inner north of Melbourne. I was delivering my round opposite the abode of one A. Rosenbachs last mm-hmm. Monday at the delivery-friendly hour of 9.30am when I noticed an Uber Eats driver hovering on the footpath. All of a sudden, the door is open to greet the driver, and lo and behold, it's the man himself, obviously oh, yeah. doing very well for himself to get breakfast delivered. He gave a polite thanks to the man uh, and disappeared within a second. Possibly refueling after a night at <laughs> Yaya's. No, I did not go to Yaya's last Sunday night. Ordering breakfast, mate. What do you What do you get? Uh, there's a great toasted sandwich joint in North Fitzroy called Afro and Wolf. Okay. And they do a great brekkie toasty. And so I'm, I'm quite the regular there. People are always like, what do you get for breakfast? It's like, well, you get the toasty, mate. It's not like I get scrambled eggs. Yeah, sure, sure. But yeah, but it's a bit weird ordering breakfast, man, on Uber Eats. Come on, mate. Mate, I'd had a, I'd had some, uh, I'd partaken in a party the night before, and yeah, so I okay. was a little bit dusty, and I didn't want to leave the house. The NFL was on. I had things to do, mate. I haven't got time to go out for breakfast. You got a lot get the breakfast on. brought to me. Hey, uh, we're gonna hit the road. Hey, don't forget Adam's book too, by the way, guys. Paris and other disappointments. Um, yeah. And also our live show, trybooking.com. You can head there there and get the tickets for our grand final live show with Will and Charlie's gonna phone in. We are going to hit the road. We are Junk Time Apple Pod at Gmail, at Facebook and Twitter. And the gram. Go. You're weird, Chamber. <laughs> <laughs>
Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.